Well, thanks for tuning in to Entrepreneurial Impact. I'm Joe Martin, and with my colleague over here, Dave Donaldson, we're going to be kicking off an episode this week on technology in your business. Now, uh, I also, anytime I see someone with an at AOL.com account, I actually was giving my mother-in-law some hell over this last week because I actually, she's, that's where I had to send this, like, uh, receipt to her on. Uh, and it was really interesting because I was like, wow, do you want me to, like, print out a receipt and give it to you, too? Um, but no, I think there's some really powerful things coming on with technology. When you look at uh, the real estate industry as general, there's a million prop tech things going on out there that I think are really going to be great for the consumer. And I'm a big fan of ChatGPT. If you haven't used it, highly recommend sign up for a free account. It's amazing what the AI can do just from a short period of time. Um, but Dave, if I'm in real estate, I'm a business entrepreneur, and I'm also a personal person, like you know, just living a personal life. Yeah. Like, what do I need to know about with technology and how it's impacting my business? And more importantly, what is that technology doing to enhance my relationship with the consumer? Communication is really what it comes down to, right? If you think about technology as a whole, and technology is always being changing, right? I found myself actually yesterday watching a thing on the History Channel about how technology made us type of situation. And it was something as simple as talking about a dishwasher in your house. And the lady that built the dishwasher, right? It took her nearly 50 years to make the commercial Greg dishwasher viable. Now, fast forward to where we are. Right, think about that. She worked on building dishwasher for 50 years, but because of where we are in our homes, they couldn't really do that. Correct. Right? But that took a long time to build out. But now you look where we are technology moving a thousand miles an hour. And CHAP GDP is the most recent evolution of that, right? Now, when you think about technology, it takes a little while even for it to get into a foothold, yeah. right? Whether it was the internet, right? Whether it is social media, Facebook, there's an, an adaptation that takes time to say, how does this really going to affect, you could call it effect, you could talk about it as leverage, you could talk about disrupt, whatever you want to talk about. But if we look at something, it's probably a couple of years away of dramatically changing how things are done. But what's important to know is that it's there. AI has been around for a little while, right? It's been the buzzword for technology. And at December 22 is when this really kind of came out to say, right, now here's something I've got my hands on. So as a business owner in real estate, you have to understand that technology is not and does not have to be a scary thing. You have to embrace it, and it doesn't have to be complicated. But also at the same time, it's not going to radically be the silver bullet to your business that you think it could be. Hold on. You just said technology doesn't have to complicate your life. Can you just get rid of that Android? Because your green bubble inside my iPhone chats kill me because I actually it, it just destroys any type of and you, you'll love this. And spending time with Mark King last week, I got the same conversation from him. So, right. you know, I will double down on the three things that work for me. And Android is that thing. <laughs> <laughs> I think what you're bringing up for everybody, when you're, when you're talking about having to adopt things and like it doesn't have to be scary and all that kind of stuff, right? We're living in a world now where technology, if you don't stay up at least knowledge-based-wise, you're going to get left in the dust and or you're going to make your, your life harder, right? So we know that people are motivated by two things, either fear of losing something or the incentive of gaining something, right? More often than not, people are afraid of losing out on something. So what does it say if you don't understand your technology competition out there and you start losing market share because you aren't using something that actually gets you to where the consumer wants to go at a faster rate and pace? And that's where I'm going to go back to when, when I kicked this off. I said, what does technology mean to me? And really, it still means communication. Mm -hmm. It's a more viable way to communicate. If you look back with social media and a lot of different things, right, there was, there was new. Email, you can go back to, was great, and you got excited, you've got mail. And then, right, 
And that was a cool thing. And then it wasn't because marketing bastardizes everything. Right. So, but really at the end of the day, if we're talking about technology and heck, we'll just call it what it is. If you're talking about a CRM, you're talking about the tools of your day to day, you cannot truly expect to build your business unless you're organized. Mm-hmm. Right. You have to have technology. Should. I'm not going to say have to because there are people out there that I know that still do everything in Excel, which to degrees, technology, very antiquated, but technology nonetheless. But systems of how you follow up. When am I following up? What are my consumers looking at? How are they searching for property? How do they get in touch with me? How do I know that they need to get in touch with me? Technology, right? So the pieces of equipment that you're using here today, heck, just go look at MLS, right? 10 years ago, the MLS is pretty much the technology that we used, right? We didn't have digital contracts back then. We didn't have a whole lot of search on the go. Our mobile phones weren't driven, right? Texting was in in somewhat of its infancy. Now all those things are taken for granted. Instantly can communication. They can get a hold of us readily and on the ready. But now we are prompted to reach out to them if we use the tools, right? I don't have to over, I don't have to be a coder. I don't have to be a programmer for the system to know that, Joe, you and I haven't talked in 90 days and it's time for me to pick up the phone because you're looking at real estate. And I think there's also this, going back to people, I guess, scared of technology or it's a fad. I think there's also a thought process for everybody listening around is that, you know, when there's an idea or change, there's always going to be these early adopters, right? And the early adopters gain market share the fastest. Now, if you're the early adopter, you have a higher rate of failure, right? And I always look at it this way. When you're putting your time out there, think about it as like planting seeds, right? Some seeds are going to wash out and die. Some are going to underperform and you think you're going to get a six foot corn stalk, but you get like two feet, right? And then you're going to get your six foot corn stalks. And lo and behold, you're going to have a few that go up to like 20 feet, right? And they have all these years of corn. And I think what everyone has to look at from a concept around technology is that, yeah, there's going to be certain things that are going to be busts. Like you had Blu-ray and you had HD DVD. Right? <laughs> um, I'm glad you didn't say beta and VHS. I, I was going to say that much, <laughs> but my, my point is that there's going to be things you're placing bets, right? And you're, if you place enough bets around technology, some of those bets are going to suck and they're going to burn down and whatever. And then there's going to be bets that like you actually the first mover and you got a first mover advantage around how you gain market share and how you gain certain things in your business. Yeah. And I think that's the important part is now the caveat to mine, I'll let you go back on just the tech when you see inside the business of CRM, is that if you can bet on a technology that makes you more effective in your communication to your consumer and also delivers on what the consumer wants, that's the type of technology I would place a bet on to invest in my business, even if if it busted, because we all know any type of service business, which we are, we're not brokering a physical asset, we are brokering a relationship between a buyer and seller, is that technology at some point will intervene on that. And you have to think about what is the evolution of the real estate industry within technology that delivers the best experience for the consumer. Because if you stay in front of the consumer and you're still the fiduciary inside of that, you're always going to be needed and you won't be put out of business. Now, you're, you're spot on. And and I, I love the, the if you there's actually a, like a, a curve, you can kind of look at this one. So you're saying like there's about two and a half percent of the population that will run out and say, hey, I've got to have the newest, latest and greatest iPhone, Android. That's on the market. Okay, get your Galaxy S22, right? So two and a half percent, right? Then you've got that next. They're going to call the early adopters, 
Okay, I got to get out there. I, I want to be interested. I want to just going to see what's going on, okay? That's about 30% of the market. They're early adopters. They understand, hey, what does this look like? I'm going to play around with it. I'm going to bring this into my business. Then you've got the late adopters, okay? They're going to utilize these tools, but they want to like kind of, let's let the market take place. Let's see what shakes out. Let's see how things happen. Right, so that's about 68% of the market is that early adopter, late adopter. They're going to utilize the new technology to some degree, whether it's six months in, a year in, two years in, they're moving towards what the new norm is. Then you've got the laggers. Yeah, they still have the Nokia playing snake on. Your flip phones, your, your, your Nokia, your AL users, you all know who you are. <laughs> your Excel and Word documents for tracking your business. So that question is, where do you fall? So, you know, 68% has fallen to that early and late adoption for technology. So at this point, what we're saying is, use your database and be organized in how you're doing it, right? Well, so if we- Think about this one too, for motivation-wise. Yeah. Right, which one do you want to be at? Do you want to be at the 68% of adoption of technology and run your business? I'm pretty sure the other people in front of you are going to take all of your clients because yeah. they're actually going to be utilizing something that systematically says, I need to reach out to Dave every 90 days. Like how often, if you look at your cell phone, would you say that somebody in their contact database actually got touched by you 36 times a year? Right. And I think it's important, and we look at with the technology to where we're at now, it, it got cold for a while. Our communication style got cold, became big boxed, right, for a while. When we talk about technology now, that has shifted because you now have a voice. You have your digital voice, and you can call it your avatar, whatever it wants, but you can be you, but you can be you digitally, right? I can come from contribution. I can have a conversation with you. I know what we've talked about previously because I track it and I'm organizing. When I know that I'm going to call you up in 30 days, I probably have some sort of social engagement with you through online that I know that what you're going through right now. So my intentional and my conversations are purposeful. I'm not saying, hey, Joe, it's fall. Clean your gutters. Clean your gutters. <laughs> hey, Joe, Christmas is coming up. Check out this cookie recipe. This is not what we're talking about. And I think a lot of people kind of forget that that is what it was, but that was, the, that was the first round of being in front of people. And what we adopted and what we understood was, hey, I've got to send a crap load of stuff out there to keep my brand out there because that's what we told people. And to a degree, that was true, right? When you hear about 36 touches in, in the organization, that what it was. It was like, keep yourself out there and people will know who you are. Now what we're saying is, okay, do that and be purposeful. Be deliberate. Call for a purpose, right? Give them the information that matters about interest rates, about market rates. The local, the, it has never been an easier time to be a local area expert than it is today. Look at, like, do you get up every morning, right, and read Morning Brew, right? If you don't look at Morning Brew every morning, it's a great synopsis of what's going on in the market, of different things, different topics, right? Do you get up every day and know, hey, I looked at Remind, or I looked inside of Bright, I look at saturation rates. That's technology, Joe. It's formalizing datable in a digestible matter that I can turn around and present it to the people in a fundamental capacity hmm? to mass numbers of people through social media, through screen grabs, through video, through audio. Mm-hmm. And I think the, the piece on technology is definitely communication of your message and your business value and all those things. I think the caveat to think about next when technology happens is, look, things evolve, right? So here's a good example, right? For those of you who had the first iPhone, right, that when you made the transition or the jump from BlackBerry to iPhone, right, the only thing that iPhone had was it had a phone thing. You could send some text message in a better image screen and then you could browse the web but that browsing the web was god awful right right 
But that's what it did. Now look at it today, it has all these other functions that we have inside of our cell phones. It's basically a mini computer. But as you look at the evolution, it takes time for technology to evolve and figure out different things that it needs to do and actually learn and then innovate and break and fix and break and fix, right? So inevitably know that your technology is never going to be 100% and it's never going to be flawless because it took us, wow, probably what we're sitting at 15 years now of the iPhone to be where it's at today, Mm -hmm. right? And that was because it needed trial and error and technology and it's expensive and all that kind of jazz. The second thing, so know that whatever technology you're taking on, how does it make you better communicate your message to your client? And number two, which we haven't really been talking about, is what is the benefit for the consumer? That for you to stay relevant with any technology solution that you buy into, not only does it need to make you better about communication, but it also has to deliver some type of value add to your consumer. And if it's not doing something, or if it's saying that this only is benefiting me as the right. as the practitioner, you're going to be obsolete because the consumer is starting to get more information, more technology. You're starting to see prop tech companies come up and other solutions that are driven off of what your MLS is sharing and selling. Giving so away. Giving away so that the consumer has more power. And if you if you don't show value to the consumer and you're not innovating to what the consumer demands need, this is very easy. In Washington, D.C., the cabs had all the power. It was terrible, it was absolutely terrible. They were in the best position to innovate with technology of what Uber was delivering. They fought that because they wanted what's in it for me, for me, for me, for me, and not the consumer. Had they thought about the consumer, they probably would have adopted Uber and they could have actually been making changes to technology that benefited both parties, but they didn't. And once they decided not to do that and Uber came in and in- disintegrated them, they lost all market share. Same thing happened in New York City. Yeah. I think that's the thing that well, that was the snowball plant, right? So I think when I, every time I talk to real estate agents, right, about technology, I want this, I want that. And I'm like, it's not about you. It's about the consumer. And what does the consumer want? And so the consumer is putting them at the center of your universe, allowing them to be able to search, search on demand, get information on demand, right? So let's think about where we are. Websites, where they were, everybody had to have one, right? And we talked about blog, and we talked about video, and we talked about this. Guess what? People aren't going to your websites anymore, right? SEO is is almost non-existent for the average user because I can't compete with where all the money's at from an SEO standpoint, right? So that's why... Being intentional with your sphere matters. Now, where are they really at now? If they're online, which they are, but where are they really? They're on their phones, right? So having the mobile app and the ability to track and say, hey, look at this. Joe was just looking at properties. Joe just asked me for information. I get a push notification on my phone. What do I need to do? I need to call Joe, mm-hmm. right? And I can say, hey, here's the last time I talked to Joe, right? Is Joe qualified? Is Joe pre-screened, right? What does Joe need? Joe's telling me all these things by his activities online. So that's that that AI, that artificial intelligence. It's just tracking all that information on the back end. And now it'll start suggesting, well, here's what Joe should be looking at in the future, right? Joe should be looking at a property. This property matches what Joe's looking for. We're getting there. We're getting there quickly. So when we talk about things like chat GTP and where that's going, right now, and it's, I'm going to say it's in, it's in its infancy because it just got released to the general public as far as how it's being used, but how are you using it? Are you scared of it or are you going to go in and play around with it? Because it's the only way to figure it out. But check, imagine this, right? So you have to communicate a message to the general public through your listings and you publish your listings online. But here were our listings, we gave away our listings a long time ago online and we did pay-per-click advertising. And a lot of agents are still very, very reliant on that. And they're giving away 38% of all their commissions back to these aggregators. Now you can kind of bring that in house, 
because your CRM is going to allow you to do that. But the challenge is for a lot of people is they, they didn't know how to craft their message online and look well, right? So now if imagine just going to ChatGTP, right, which honestly works like a Word document. If I have to kind of get to the general public, it's an informative Word document that will respond back to you by just saying, hey, Joe, I had this listing, three bedrooms, two baths with a pool, Pimmit Hills, uh, coming soon to the market for $700,000. Now, I could put that in and tell it to say, okay, now clean that up, polish it up, write it for a luxury listing, or craft it that an investor would be interested, or craft it for a first-time buyer would be interested. It's going to rewrite what you told it you were looking for, mm -hmm. right? Because it knows it's able to pull from millions of pieces of information. Who cares where the information is coming from, right? But you still have to edit these things. Trust and verify. But that's the ease of what you're going to be able to do. And what other people are doing now is doing it and you're not. So they're going to get a leg up on how they're attracting people. Correct. And I think the, the bottom line on this whole segment on technology is don't fear it. Embrace it. And even if you're getting overwhelmed by it, realize that like, hey, you just need to learn something new every day. One thing out of it, how does it impact your business? What am I competing against? And how do I sell relevant for the consumer? And I think what you're bringing up is great ideas of things. Hey, actually, chat GBT, if you ever decided to be like a poet, you could actually become a great poet through the thing too. Yeah. Um, but my point is, is like, don't stick your head in the sand. You know, know a little bit about it and don't be part of that 68% that are lag adopters that once it becomes mainstream, I'm going to now utilize the thing. And if you can figure out how it leverages your time and keeps you in communication with your with your database, you'll always have a position inside the real estate industry. And that's really what we're looking for is how do you stay relevant for your consumer and provide the best services possible? Leveraging technology, because that's all it is. It is just leverage. Leveraging technology for you to be front of mind for your consumer on a regular basis. Awesome. That's it. That's technology. Don't be scared of it. Leverage it. Utilize it. And don't let the disruptors come in and take away your business. It just allows you to be one-on-one -on -one more often, more regularly, more organized. Well, thanks for tuning in to this episode of Entrepreneurial Impact. We'll tune in next week. We're going to be covering in on how to run a team, your brokerage, real estate teams, and just understand that whole thing.